Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Really interesting to find out whether the Cowboys can continue to play the same way when Dak Prescott is actually back. I don't know if they can. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. And of course, on your smart speaker as well, Christopher Greenberg Canty. Greenberg? <laughs> Why not? Am I Jewish now? No, I looked up and I saw Greeny's jersey oh, okay. over there, and that's what I'm going oh, with. Okay. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Howard, yeah. shout out to all of the people that are celebrating Rosh Hashanah, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly we are keeping our thoughts with everybody who is down in Florida right now and everything that you are dealing with today. And we are praying that this hurricane does not do the damage that people are anticipating. But we are a sports show, and we will hopefully be the distraction for you for the next few hours. So let's get it rolling. Here we go! Only one place to start. Cooper Rush is going to join Roger Staubach and Jason Garrett as the only Cowboy quarterbacks in history to win their first three starts. You want to get off in the division on the right foot. You know, this is kind of what we want to do. We want to come in here. You know, with division game is what it's about. One place to start stuff is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Canty. We were talking about this a little bit yesterday on our show from 3 to 7 p.m. on ESPN Radio, Eastern Time, that is. Shameless plug. Always. Listen, with Dak Prescott being out and the Cowboys playing the way they are and Cooper Rush keeping them right in the mix and playing well enough with a very balanced attack, it's going to be very interesting to see if the Cowboys continue to play this way when Dak Prescott comes back because... As you detailed yesterday, there there are plenty of reasons to believe that they can, but I don't know that Jerry Jones, I don't know that if things go south one game, I don't know if Dak Prescott, for that matter, will allow them to continue to play this way where they are running it and passing it 50-50. Well, isn't Mike McCarthy the head coach? In theory, it should ultimately it should ultimately be up to him to determine the formula for success. And so, even That's though Jerry cute. Jones is going out there and publicly saying things in radio interviews, I think we have to acknowledge where the Cowboys have had success, and that being using the running game to set up opportunities in play-action passing. And I think that's where Cooper Rush has thrived. He's also been able to find answers when teams try to blitz him. The Bengals did it. Didn't work out for them. He had a 99 QBR against the blitz versus the Bengals. Against the New York Giants, Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, he's never seen a blitz that he doesn't like. Cooper Rush, 96.3 QBR against the blitz. I think being efficient in those situations where you are passing and you're facing pressure, that matters. But ultimately, all of those successes in the passing game are set up by being able to run the football. Look, Jerry told us all offseason and during the preseason especially that as Zeke Elliott goes, so go the Cowboys. And yet, we see them finally run the ball that way the other night with Tony Pollard and Zeke. And you're thinking, well, this is what he was talking about, right? But it took Dak to actually be out. Listen to what he had to say about Cooper Rush. And you're, when you hear this, you're going to hear what sounds like a few compliments. But really listen very closely to what Jerry says. He's uh, certainly uh, playing as well as anybody could have expected. And uh, I'm real impressed with his protection. I'm very impressed with the running game that he's working behind, Uh, all of those things, he would be the first to tell you, uh, make his job uh, uh, that 
or his uh, uh, good play attainable, but I don't want to take anything away from him. Uh, there's no question uh, he understands this offense. He uh, has got the makeup uh, for a top, uh, top quarterback, and I underline the word makeup for a top quarterback. That is Jerry Jones yesterday on huh. 105.3 The Fan. So, just, man, that's like saying with all due respect. Yes, no, that is the backhanded compliment. <laughs> that's saying to somebody, listen, I don't care what everybody's saying. You're great. That's, that's exactly what that's yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's saying he's doing a great job because of his run game, because of the protection, because he's got great makeup, and I emphasize makeup. I underline not, the word makeup. Yeah, not skills, makeup. Yeah. Like, all of that. Is Jerry saying, boy, I can't wait for Dak to get back because I feel like we're dodging some bullets here. But I also think that Jerry wants Dak back because he's paying him $40 million a year. And he realizes that when they went off this offseason and they traded away Amari Cooper and they let Lael Collins go, Chris, that Dak was going to have to start to be the force multiplier. And that's what he wants to see. Well, rushing back. Dak Prescott would be a mistake, no pun intended. Yeah. Cooper Rush is winning football games for you, and they're favored to beat the Washington Commanders in week four. So as long as Cooper Rush is winning games and Dak Prescott is on the men, the status quo should remain the same. Cooper Rush should be under center. Now, when Dak is 100% healthy, he's your guy. This is not the Tony Romo situation. Dak Prescott is on the right side of 30, and you just paid him $40 million a year. Dak is your dude. And also, Cooper Rush has been in the Cowboys organization for five years. They know who he is. More importantly, they know who he's not. He's a very good backup quarterback that's doing his job at a really high level. He's starring in his role, but he's just a role player. Dak Prescott is the face of the franchise. And so I don't think there's any quarterback controversy. The biggest thing for me with the Dallas Cowboys is to understand what the identity of the team, and more importantly, the offense has to be, in order for this team to have success. Well, let's get there. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. And yes, he has been, Cooper Rush, a great tourniquet to help stop the bleeding. Mm. But do you honestly believe that they are going to continue to play like this? This has been winning football. This has been the winning formula. And I'm with you. It should not matter who the quarterback is. I am just having trouble believing that in the moment... They're not going to get antsy with what this is, even though it's not like playing the other way has given you the success that you needed. No, I don't think they're going to get antsy, though, Carlin. I think that every team comes into the season with an idea of who they think they're going to be. And after the first month or so, they realize who they have to be. Okay, is this who they have to be? This is who they have to be. They have to be a team that's led by their defense. Their defense is going to win the day. What complements that defense? a strong running game, and an offense that can sustain drives and control time of possession. And we saw that Monday night against the Giants. The Dallas Cowboys held the ball for over 32 minutes. What do you think that does to, a, to your defensive line and your pass rush? It keeps those guys fresh. That's how you have 24 pressures, 12 quarterback hits, and five sacks on Daniel Jones. That offense being able to control the line of scrimmage and run the football. I thought Jason Peters stepping in at left guard was a godsend in terms of being able to get them more surge at the point of attack when they're running uh, behind that left side of the offensive line. But I I just think it has to be about putting multiple tight ends on the field, dictating to the defense what kind of coverages they can run, and then ultimately when you get the right looks, taking advantage of shot plays in play action. In week two – 
I mean, we saw the Dallas Cowboys make a shift to having multiple tight ends on the field. 44% of the time in the last two games, they've had multiple tight ends on the field. Conversely, in week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they only had multiple tight ends on the field 18% of the time. So you're seeing that offensively, you're more efficient when you use those tight ends, you lead with that running game, and then you use the play-action passing game as the complement off of that. Can they beat the Rams like this? Yeah, they can beat anybody like this. They can beat anybody like this. They can this. beat anybody See, I'm like not convinced this. of that. They can I, beat anybody like I, this. I, I don't, I'm they, not ain't con- gonna be, they ain't going to beat teams opening up the set. I can promise you that. No, I get that. that. They're not going to do that. I get that. But, Chris, if they're falling behind a couple of touchdowns to Philadelphia, if they're falling behind to the Rams, if they're falling behind to Green Bay, and and – I think the rest of the schedule actually Carlin, plays to their you're not going to fall behind with those teams based on how their defense is playing. You're not. Look at what their defense is doing. I you're think not going to fall behind with that defense. I think their defense is doing pretty well considering you had Tampa Bay in week one who still is not right offensively. You had the Cincinnati Bengals week two. Yeah, the Bengals Michael week two. Michael or, Parsons wrecked that game. Or, yes, and but we have both talked about the fact that the Bengals' offensive line is still learning to play together, and that was a big issue in that game. And then you had the Giants the other night who, I, I don't care if they were 2-0 going in, aren't very good. So we may learn more about this team later in the year. I am not convinced that... If things go sour, let's say, let's say Dak is back for Philadelphia, okay, uh-huh. in the middle of October. Yeah, I am not convinced that Jerry isn't at that point going to say we need to get back to being the other team the, that we were before because Zeke doesn't have enough left in the tank because Tony Pollard's not good enough to keep us, uh, you know, a, a productive enough in the run game when he can't pass block. We got the, these kind of issues. We need to get back to being that other. So team. let me get this right. You think you're going to win in a shootout against the Eagles? I'm not saying I think you're going to win. You think Jerry Jones thinks he's going to win in a shootout against the Eagles? I think it's possible. Man, stop yourself. I think it's possible. Ain't no, he way, that. ain't no way in hell. There's no Chris, chance that you're going to win in a shootout against the Eagles. It comes back to this. It has me. to be a low-scoring affair, and the only way to do that is use your offense, use your running game to dictate the complexion of the game. This is the problem here. Ultimately, Jerry Jones doesn't just want to win. Jerry Jones wants to win his way. Am I wrong about that? I can't argue that because, I mean, Jerry, we've had Jimmy, the opportunity for years. Jimmy Johnson is not in the ring of honor. Come on, man. I, I mean, yeah. how can I argue that Jerry doesn't want to win his way? Of course he wants to win his way. But what I'm saying is, as the head coach, if you're Mike McCarthy and you recognize that you've got to actually win playoff games this year, and I, and I mean plural, in order to keep your job, do it your way. Because if it doesn't work out, if you do it Jerry, out Jerry's anyway. way and it doesn't work out, you're going to get fired anyway. Yep. So go ahead and go with the formula that we've seen your team have success early on in the season with. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We are just getting started on a jam-packed show. So much more to come your way. And we have plenty to discuss when it comes to the Buffalo Bills, which we will get to in a bit, and the idea that maybe – Just maybe injuries could derail their season. But up next, Bill Belichick and the Patriots are in a rather precarious spot. Is it time now for New England to move on in more ways than one? We'll explain. 
Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply today. It's all next. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So I was perusing some statistics. You know what I found out? What you got? Brian Hoyer, not good at football. You needed to look at statistics to find out? No, it's just a confirmation. Okay. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And no offense to Brian Hoyer. He's been a long time backup in this league. Great work if you can find it, by the way. Oh, tremendous work. Brian Hoyer, Chase Daniel, guys like that that stay around forever in the backup role but never really play. I want to see what the career earnings are on Brian Hoyer. That's what I want to know. Oh, I know. He's he's had to make over $50 million. He has to have made over $50 million. There's no doubt. Him and I think Chase Daniel definitively has made over $50 Uh, million. Oh, Unbelievable. It really is. But having said that, we're probably going to get a dose of Brian Hoyer this week. Okay. New England Patriots. Mac Jones going to be out for several weeks, it appears, with the high ankle sprain, even though nobody will confirm that Mac Jones even exists at this point in New England. Uh, Chris, the, this leads to a bigger discussion because you and I uh, did the Patriots-Ravens game the other day mm. uh, for ESPN Radio up in yep. Foxborough. And... I really came away from that game and having seen the week before in Pittsburgh, believing that for, for certain, the Patriots are very much on the way down. 
This is not a team that is going to sneak into the playoffs this year and make it like they did last year and then get their doors blown off. That's, that's not what they are. They are a team on the decline. And for me, when you start to look at the bigger picture there, Mac Jones is out for a bit. Uh, we know it's Brian Hoyer. I think that's going to be an extended absence for Mac yeah, Jones. Like I, they're, several weeks. They're, they're, they're going back and forth on whether or not he needs to have surgery for this high ankle strain. That's how severe it is. Yeah. So it, 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 It's going to be a while before yes. we see Mac Jones out on a football field again. So what does this mean for New England? For me, I've been of the opinion that they needed to start thinking about tearing this whole thing down to begin with and moving into the next era. Does that involve Bill Belichick as the coach? Or does it involve him as the GM of the team, picking his successor? What does it all look like? I can't imagine that at the age of 70, even though he continues to want to coach, going through a rebuild at this time is something that he would be terribly excited about. And it feels like, tell me if I'm wrong, that he has been trying to keep this together with duct tape over the last couple of years, and it hasn't worked. Yeah, post-Tom Brady, it hadn't looked great for the Patriots. They did have the playoff appearance last year, but I I don't know that that's a sign of things to come in terms of being able to have sustained success and get back to the tournament every single year like we saw them when he had Tom Brady. So it begs the question, is this the time to strip it down, knowing that you're going to be missing your quarterback for a significant portion of the season? And my answer to that would probably be, yeah, if it is going to be a situation where you're not going to win a lot of games, you're not going to be in the playoffs, you have to think about potentially trading off players to acquire more assets in order to get younger players in the draft next offseason. But if you're going to go that route, should you transition from Bill Belichick being your head coach? I think you have to ask that question if you're pushing the reset button on the team. What if Bill Belichick doesn't want to do that? What if he wants to continue to coach? They're not firing him, certainly. Well, no, they're not going to fire him. At that point, if you're Robert Kraft, you're just going to let Bill Belichick hold you hostage. But I think the, I guess the enticement or the advantage that Robert Kraft could offer Bill Belichick is an opportunity to keep a lot of his lieutenants around in Foxborough, right? If you're going to move into the front office and be an executive, I can assure you that Steve Belichick will be on the next coach's staff. Mm-hmm. Gerard Mayo would be on the next coach's staff. You know, you can start going Matt, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge can be on the next coach's staff. You can sell that to Bill Belichick as an advantage to try to get him to transition from the sidelines to the front office. I don't know if I want that. And it, 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 here's the point. You're well, you gonna, can't. You can't get. No, you can't get rid get, of him. You can't get rid of him. You no. can't fire him. So, no, what's, but, what's your alternative? Let me ask you this: Considering how the how It's been with the Patriots uh, when it comes to drafting players and acquiring talent. Do you want Bill Belichick as the GM making all the decisions moving forward? Do you want him picking his successor and keeping all of his lieutenants in place? Do do you want that? Here's the thing. Bill Belichick knows football. Yeah. And so I I don't know that. But his drafts have been bad. I mean, can we agree about that? Well, yeah, but he's also the head coach. I, I I think if he's doing one or the other, he can do either one of those jobs at a really high level. If he's just the executive, the general manager of the team, and he's focused on personnel only and not game plans, I think you'd probably get a different result when it comes to picking the groceries in order to build the team. Okay, well, the shopping for the groceries has not gone well because he's been going in the in the. I just said he was also wearing a head hat of being the head coach. I know, but he's been doing this forever, though. That's the point. Well, he's been doing it. Okay, so he's been doing it forever, and he's got, what, six championships out of it? Listen, if we're being real about it, 
He's gotten six championships out of it, but most of it's had to do with the quarterback. We know this at this point. I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say he can't coach. Obviously, he can. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here he, thinking about greatest, it. I mean, th- think he's, about it. He's, he's probably the best defensive mastermind in all of the history of the game of I, football. I agree with that too. All I'm saying is that when it comes to picking his successors, or when it comes to picking the players of late, it hasn't gone well. And maybe it would go better if that's all he was doing. And it's not like his successors have gone on to other places and had immense success themselves. They haven't. Like, which of those assistant coaches has gone to be a really good coach in the league? So this is my point. Carlin, it might they not, are it, stuck in between a rock and a hard place. It might not be the ideal situation, but it's the best of the options that you have. If you are going to transition or try to transition – You'd be much better off selling that to Bill Belichick in terms of keeping his lieutenants around and moving into the front office than you would be firing him and cleaning house and going with somebody else. That's not going to that's be received not, well by and, the New England Patriots fans. And that's not going to happen. My okay, problem that's is, my, so that's my point. My problem is the Patriots, as a result of all of that, when you put this all together in the pot and you start to cook it up, you could be stuck in purgatory here for several years. You could be stuck right in the middle for several years. And that's where the problem lies. The utter look of disgust on your face right now with me is remarkable. I, I, I'm only thinking about it because I don't know any head coach that wouldn't want the opportunity to choose his successor. I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking about how Bill Parcells tried to transition away from the New York Jets and hand that job off to Bill Belichick. Had it not been for an ownership change going from Leon S. to Woody Johnson – Bill Belichick would be the head coach of the Jets today. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that would have happened. Well, I mean, we – yeah, okay. It, it, what do I you mean? I don't know if he'd still be the coach of the Jets today. But I, we don't know that he would have had the same success with the Jets that he had in New England. We don't know that because he – Well, it's a hypothetical we can never prove, but we know Bill right. Belichick was a hell of a coach. So I'm just assuming that if, if that ownership change didn't happen, Bill Parcells would have passed the baton to Bill Belichick. And what I am saying is – Ideally, I think Bill Belichick would like to have that same opportunity to pass the baton to the next head coach of the New England Patriots, having it be somebody that he would handpick. He has if, earned- in fact, the owner wants to go a different direction and have a different voice for the team as far as the head coach, if you're going to tear it down this year, if you're punting on 2022, then I think you also have to consider moving to a new voice as your head coach. So that's the question for you today. If you're a Patriots fan, are you comfortable with all of that? Be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So should Bill Belichick be shifting into a managerial-type role uh, up above in the front office and be picking his successor and still running that team. It's going to happen. It's just how comfortable are you with that if you're a Patriots fan? And frankly, is it time to just strip it all down and move into the next era? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to take your calls on the Dr. Pepper call in line in just moments, so load them up right now. We also... We'll get into Tom Brady, 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and an incredibly huge matchup this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. All of that coming in 60 seconds after our friend Chris has this from our friends at ZipRecruiter. If I hand him the right cop. There we go. Come on, teamwork. <laughs> Speaking of handing the baton off. There are so many podcasts out right now, and it takes a team of people to help bring them together. Engineers, producers, assistants. Needless to say, hiring the right people for these roles is important. And whether you're hiring for a podcast or for your growing business, ZipRecruiter can help. ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job, and you can invite your top choices to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny to try it out for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tom Brady came out of retirement for Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. You know, it's concerning. We didn't have to have those guys to win this ball game. We just needed to play smarter. And so the execution wasn't there, the consistency. So Tom Brady and the Buccaneers back in action this Sunday night. They have got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. We don't know where that game is going to be played as of yet uh, based on the hurricane and exactly what could happen. We had Jeff Darlington on our show yesterday, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio uh, from 3 to 7 Eastern time. And Jeff said that it could be Minneapolis if they are moving in that game this weekend. Yeah, I think the Vikings are in London taking on the Saints. Yep. Is that it? Yep. yep. Could be Denver as well. That's also another possibility. Mm-hmm. So we'll obviously keep an eye on that. And football is secondary to Hurricane Ian in the Tampa Bay area, as we know right now. But when it comes to Brady and the Buccaneers and where they are, it's becoming more and more apparent to me at least, that if the Buccaneers are going anywhere this year, Tom Brady is going to be a passenger on this trip as opposed to the guy who is driving the train. No, I don't know about passenger. I think that's taking it a little bit too Co-pilot? Far. You're going to call him a co-pilot with the yeah, defense? Yeah, he, he, he's, he's like goose in this one. Mm-hmm. And, and the defense is like Maverick. Let's hope it ends better for him. Than it did for Goose. Well, I'm talking about the younger version of Goose. Oh, okay. And Top Gun, the new one. The new yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you understand what I'm saying in this. It's going to be led by the defense. The defense has to win today for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're the top defense in terms of EPA in all of football. Like, this is a unit that can get after the quarterback. Todd Bowles is very creative with the blitz packages that he brings. And that defensive line, they're pretty stout when it comes to stopping the run. So, I think it has to be – the defense allowing that offense to have some runway until they can get some guys back healthy. We got to keep this in mind, Carlin. You're talking about having six starters missing in that game against the Packers on Sunday. The team that we saw in week three is not going to be the team that we see at the end of the season. They're going to get a lot of guys back healthy. They're going to get Julio Jones back healthy. They're going to get Chris Godwin back healthy. With any luck in the second half of the season, Ryan Jensen will be back healthy, and we know how big that is having their center back. Donovan Smith, we'll have to wait and see what happens with him. But all of these guys are going to get healthy, and that's the perfect time for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to hit their stride. Meanwhile, their defense will be able to help them tread water, and we also got to consider the fact they play in the NFC South. Who's going to challenge them? It's a fair question right now. I, I'm, I'm thinking big picture 
beyond just winning the division at this point. Well, in order to win a, a championship, mm-hmm. you got to get into the postseason. Uh, and the easiest path is winning your division. And they are going to win that division going away. Yes, I don't disagree with okay, that. Okay, and all I'm simply saying is by the time we get to playoff football, you'll be a much healthier roster than you are right now. Which they, is why I'm not worried about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is this a time, though, where you're going to look at the Buccaneers and the reason that they're going to get home this year is because the defense is that much better? Like, I don't look at them and say they're going to be scoring 35 points a game when we get to the postseason. I think they'll be obviously much better offensively than they are right now. But ultimately, my point would be the biggest difference for Tampa this season because I don't believe we've had this discussion and I know you're not on board with it. Mm. I don't believe that this is the same Brady. I, I think that if Tom, if you gave him a shot of truth serum right now, my opinion he right now wishes he probably didn't come back. And, and what I mean by that is he retired the first time, right? Yeah. Then he comes back. He sees all of the impact that this decision of his now has on everybody else in his life. Yeah. And let's be honest. It has caused some consternation for him, clearly, since he decided to come back. Okay. So... I think that there is more to Tom during this football season, more things that he's thinking about than ever before as far as his future and what he is focused on. I think he'd rather go one of two ways here. He would have rather have never retired at all, and maybe we wouldn't have been dealing with this right now because, you know, reportedly there was she was upset that with the way he handled it specifically. Uh-huh. And then, or... The fact that he has come back and had this many, uh, these many things going on in the background, was it really worth it for him at this point to come back and play again? I don't know if I'm willing to go there, and if I'm going to give any athlete the benefit of the doubt when it comes to compartmentalizing their personal life and their professional life, it would be the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady has earned that. I, I don't know that I'm, I can sit here and say – that we're seeing a diminished skill set or a diminished mental capacity mm-hmm. at age 45. I just think he's dealing with having so many injuries on his team. It's hard to overcome having this much talent out of the out of one unit of your football team. You're talking about six starters being gone. Like Donovan Smith is gone right now. Ryan Jensen is gone right now. They had a cha- they had an injury at the left guard spot and they're starting one of their young guys, I think a second year player. Then you've got Chris Godwin out. He went mm-hmm. out in the first game with the hamstring. Julio Jones is out. Mike Evans was suspended. If you're talking about taking six starters off of any unit on any football team, it's going to have an adverse effect. It's going to impact their production. I think when Tom Brady gets those pieces back, we can make a true evaluation of what they'll be. And in my opinion, it's going to be an offense that's going to be good. They may not be as good as what they were last year when Tom Brady led the league in passing and threw 42 touchdowns or whatever it was, but I still think they're going to be damn good. I think they'll be good enough. Uh, not good enough like not not like good enough like they're only going to score 20 points no, a game. No, they'll be good, but here's the thing. More they, than good enough for a good defense. That's the point. And yes. that's what I was getting at. And that's yes. why I think they can contend at a championship level. And I said it coming into this year. Tom Brady in that offense, it's not going to look like what it was last year. And it shouldn't because he's age 45. At some point, that defense is going to have to pick up the slack. And those guys have answered the bell in terms of accepting that challenge 
and going out there and performing. You're lining up. We're hitting you next on the Patriots and where this should be headed for the future at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. There are so many podcasts right now, and it takes a team of people to bring them together. Whether you're hiring for a podcast or for your growing business, one place makes it easy, ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. All of that is on the way, plus the Buffalo Bills and the injuries that are piling up. Is there a real concern that they could derail the Bills championship chase this year? Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Pats fans speaking up. Let's hear from them. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits, go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. We start with Steve on ESPN Radio up first. Steve, what's going on, bud? Hey, morning, fellas. So, my opinion about Bill Belichick moving on from the head coach is 
I mean, I'm, I'm adverse to that because there are no better coaches available. You're not going to find one in college. You're not going to find one available uh, up-and-coming coordinator. So I would prefer Belichick stay as the coach. And if that means that the team has to go through a couple of bad seasons, then my opinion is that this is the other side of the coin to the six championships. We've had great success with Belichick being the coach and GM. And why change it? Listen, I get that, Steve. No, I I get that. And by no means are we suggesting fire him or are we suggesting Robert Kraft is going to have to go and have that talk if it's time to do something. It's does Bill want to do it and pick his successor because he is at 70 years old and we know he loves being out on the boat. Like, is this something he continues to want to do when you're going to be going through a rebuild? No, I, I, I'm with you on the Patriots not firing Bill Belichick. I don't know that Robert Kraft doesn't go to Bill Belichick and discuss transitioning to the front office. I think that's a legitimate conversation if, in fact, the Patriots are going to be a bad football team this year. And with your starting quarterback missing a significant portion of the season, I think it's safe to assume This is not a team that has a ton of talent on it anyway. So I think when you're asking yourself, is it time to push the reset button on the team and the personnel that we have, I think you also have to have the conversation of, is it time to transition to a different voice at the head coaching spot? Now, ultimately, you may settle on no being the answer, but you also have to ask Bill Belichick if he can be honest in making an assessment of this team and where they're at and if he has the stomach for a rebuild because – Both of us think the Patriots are on the verge of having to make that decision. Austin is up next on ESPN Radio. Austin, what's going on, bud? How you doing, guys? Great. So, uh, I mean, honestly, I've been I've been ready for a transition probably since that Eagles lost uh, Super Bowl um, with the drama with Malcolm Butler. I know I sound like a spoiled past thing because you've had so much so much success. Yeah, but, um, but you won one after that. Yeah, though. that's what I don't understand. You won a chip I, I know, right after I that. I know, but <laughs> I get it. I mean, but Tom and Jules really showed up. I mean, there were great teams. There was a lot of talent. Austin, I'm going to ask you a it question respectfully. Be... Austin, I'm going to ask you a question sure. respectfully. How old are you? Uh, 34. Yeah, okay. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. Why are you disrespecting Austin? That's not disrespecting him. That's he is he has not known anything but pure success. And he even admitted in there, I sound like a spoiled Pats fan, but I was ready to move on after they lost to the Eagles when they went and won another Super Bowl. That's not the that that's not what a Patriots fan should have been thinking about then. Nah, he didn't have to live the Andre Tippett and Steve Grogan and Urban pick, Fryer days of Patriots You couldn't football. pick Dick McPherson out of the lineup. <laughs> yeah. Who's kidding who? Nah, I get what, I get, but here's the thing. I get where he's coming from, though. And you wonder at some point whether or not Bill Belichick being the head coach of that franchise has run its course. And I'm yeah. not saying that it, it means that he has to be disassociated with the franchise. It just might be time to have new blood on the sidelines coaching these guys up. Mike is next on ESPN Radio. Mike, what's going on? Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. So I just want to go back. I want to go back and revisit the conversation about Tom Brady and his mental capacity at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, I have a lot of respect for you guys, but Chris Canty, I think you have to stay in your lane when it comes to the uh, personal side of things. You just got married a month ago. 
and you have no idea, okay, what is going to happen 20 years from now when you and your wife are going through a tough time and how it's going to affect you mentally. I assure you, I've been married for 40 years, and I assure you Tom Brady is struggling mentally with what's going on in his personal life. Now, that there, coupled with what's going on on the field with the injuries and everything else, certainly adds to that. But rest assured, okay, that whole situation with him mentally and his current private situation is affecting him on the field. Thanks, See, guys. I don't know. I don't know how you can say that though. Yeah. You don't. You how can you say that definitively? I think it's I a- said I don't know if I was going to give anybody the benefit of the doubt in compartmentalizing their personal life and professional life. It would be the quarterback that is considered arguably the greatest football player of all time. Look, That's all I said. I don't know either way. I don't know if it's affecting him. I don't know if it's not affecting him. I don't know how you can call our show and sit there and say that this is absolutely having an impact on Tom Brady and what we're seeing on the field. How the hell would you know that? Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.